Good afternoon, folks, or I guess good evening. You are tuned into Short Story Scores on CITR 101.9 FM, broadcasting live from the unceded territory of the Musqueam people here at UBC. My name is Jordan, and I will be your host for the hour. This uh, this bi-weekly radio show is going to be um, attempting to draw connections between some narratives and themes of my favorite short stories and music. I'm going to be attempting to fit a, a soundtrack or score, as you might call it, uh, to a particular author or anthology each episode. Yes, I will be discussing spoilers, and I don't want to ruin any endings that you might be want or want to enjoy on your own. So for those listening post-recording, I'll attach a list of stories I plan on discussing in some description. Otherwise, you know, you can listen on. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. This week, I'm going to be talking about John Cheever, 1912 to 1982. He hit his pro- he, he won a Pulitzer? Uh, I'm going to say, okay, I'm, I'm not going to claim that. I didn't write that down here. But he was a big writer in the 60s, 60s. And he has a couple famous stories that he's known for, the swimmer being one of them. But why else would you want to, like, read this fella? Well, he was a big writer for the New York Times. Yeah, he did win a Pulitzer. It's in, it's in my notes here, 1979. And, okay, I said the swimmer, right? That was, like, a big, big show, like, big story of his he also was shout out on an episode of seinfeld where george got um george's girlfriend's dad allegedly had an affair with this famous author and it's really funny about that and you can look it up just look up seinfeld john cheever and like okay pop culture references oh my gosh i'm making connections that's great okay but i'd like to play some music first so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna put on some tracks that i be think i'd be listening to in the 70s but it's actually music that came out this year by ellen frizz she is from Saskatoon. Some Saskatoon music off her new album, Fightin' Words, 2019. I describe it as kind of like a folk singer-songwriter, but like a lot of 70s influences. So without further ado, I'm going to play one song by Ellen Frizz that I feel like kind of fits this theme I'm going to open up with. It's called Bend With Me. So I hope you enjoy. Love 
just listening to Ellen Frez from Saskatoon, Saskatchewan here on CITR 101.9 FM. This is Jordan, Short Story Scores. I'm going to be continuing on with a description of one of John Cheever's stories because that's how I'm going to roll with this show. The first story I'm going to talk about is one called The Enormous Radio. And it's kind of like a fantasy sort of scenario where there's a couple and they're kind of average, two children, they live on the 12th apartment floor, they watch about 10.2 movies per year. That's like pretty average. That's like about one one every month, but like you, you skip some months, like maybe it's like you're not feeling it one month and then maybe it's Christmas time another month, so you don't want to like, you know, spoil, not spoil Christmas, but like you already have other things you're doing. You've already been like watching a bunch of shows at home, you don't want to go out, you know, to watch another movie. Anyway, 10.2 movies per year. Average couple. And this is like a lot like his other short stories where they kind of focus on suburban settings, and I feel like that's where he really, really strives. These sort of stories where it's like adult life in the 60s and just like, yeah, I'm not telling you like it's a bad ending, but it's like, oh, it's like some of these like, oh, it like really hits you. So, okay, it's called the enormous radio. Why is there an enormous radio? Well, it's not that enormous, but it has an enormous range of ability. Uh, that's how I'm going to put it. Okay, but they buy this new radio and it's like playing this new sort of music, you know, like to spice up their average life. You got Mozart and stuff, you know, playing when they're cooking and watching TV. But they start hearing some like odd stuff on the radio, they're like uh, a doorbell. It's like, why is there a doorbell? It's, uh, there's no, there's no sampling back in the '60s. Well, maybe there may have been sampling back in the '60s, but then they're hearing like um, uh, blenders. And okay, there's no blenders in music back then. I don't know. Maybe there were. And then they're hearing electric razors. It's like, what's going on? And it, and what they end up doing is they getting. They're like, okay, this is weird. They're just gonna. Get, they they hire someone, and this someone comes in. And they a uh, quote unquote fixes it. And then, okay, and then they turn on the radio, and it's like, oh, it's piano playing. That's that's totally normal. But what they notice is, like, the person playing the piano is making a bunch of mistakes. It turns out that they're starting to hear things that are appearing in other people's rooms in this apartment building because the apartment building's really long. And they could basically tune to other radio stations, just like you could do now, and spy on people. And it's like, it's like this is not how radio works. This is actually, well, yeah, this is not how radio works, but 
what they're able to do is go to different frequencies and be able to like tune into like other people's lives. So for instance, they tune into one floor and they hear a, a couple of children playing and then they tune into another floor and they he hear people like talking about fishing and then another about some drama that's been happening in their life. And then others where it's like they're, they're there's like couples that are complaining and it, it's, it, it seems like there's, there's some good, I don't know if you call it good, but there's some good scenarios that you can escape to like a TV like you're watching TV, but you're actually watching people's lives, and there's some bad scenarios, and the, and 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 the couple kind of get addicted to like learning about other people's lives, and it, it's you start getting concerned because they start escaping from like their own, I wouldn't say their own average lifestyle, but they start being distracted from like the own issues that like you can obviously read because you're seeing that there's like possibly an affair going on, and like some the husband's getting money suspiciously from somewhere, and the, the wife is like seeing someone. It's like okay, that you got this tension. What ends up happening is they get into an argument, the couple that own this radio, and the, the husband is like, okay, no, I, I, I'm done with this, like, escapism of, like, getting stuck with listening to the radio all the time, which you should not do. You should listen to the radio all the time since you were tuning into CITR 101.9 FM. But they are like, okay, I'm going to get the radio fixed. And when the husband ends up getting the radio fixed, it's like a big, not revelation, but, like, devastation that, like, you, the, 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 the wife cannot be able, well, not the wife, the husband was tuning into as well, but the couple cannot be able to, like, tune into other people's lives as well. They were, like, using other people's um, struggles to be able to, like, hide their own. It's like, oh, damn, like, what a message. And, and then at the end of the short story, they're like, oh, but now that we don't have this, like, tuning in capability, maybe other people's radios are, like, spying in on us. So it's like this whole, every, the whole table's been flipped, or the, the whole table's been rotated. It's like, oh, now people are spying on us. So, like, the message I get from that is, like, kind of recognizing escapes from life. And may, maybe not, like, from, like, because what they're actually doing is spying on people, but, like, using some sort of, mystical device to be able to like get away from the problems that you're facing every day and i really like that story that was the enormous radio 1947 to continue on with some music that i feel fits this enormous radio i'm going to continue playing um radio songs that i think would be playing back in that day with the folk i'm going to continue with ellen frez i trust me the, the the music connections will get better as this time goes on i just i wanted to i wanted to play some ellen frez saskatoon um, the next two songs are off the same album, which is Fightin' Words, and we're going to get Fightin' Words, the actual track this time. So I hope you enjoy some more Ellen Frez from Saskatoon. Thank you for listening. Thank you. You gotta wonder how the feeling begins. Do we really talk about it, really talk about it? Do the birds ever worry about their friend finding another? Cause they took it too far in the reeds by the shore of the water. Said some fighting words. I don't know where they come from, they're just fighting words. I just start saying those fighting words. Not fair words too.
said some fighting I don't know where they come from, they're just fighting I just start saying those fighting
Listening to Ellen Fro Frez, sorry, from Saskatoon again with her new album Fighting Words 2019. Uh, here on CITR 101.9 FM. This is Jordan Short Story Scores, and I'm gonna be continuing on with some more short stories. Gonna be summarizing them, telling you what's going on, and uh, you know, and um, I hope you do enjoy them because I quite enjoy them much. The next one, I quite enjoy them very much, sorry. Uh, the next one is going to be called The Swimmer, and it's by John Cheever, 1961. This is the one that he is most known for. Um, and you, you kind of hear the name The Swimmer, and you're like, okay, there's, there's going to be a fellow swimming. And, it, and, it, it, and the story starts off quite immediately with this fellow swimming. But he's like described very um, descriptive, described very descriptive. He's described as quite of an arrogant daydreamer very leisurely fella, you know, kind of wealthy, you know, he's, he owns his own pool. He has like a statue of Aphrodite that he, he, he talks about. So I don't know. I don't know if any of you folks listening have statues of Aphrodite hanging around your pools. I don't have a pool. I'm a student. Uh, I guess I can consider the UBC pool kind of, cause I pay fees for that, but there's no a statue of Aphrodite there. So that wouldn't count, but yeah, he's a partier, but he make he makes, he, he has this revelation, right? And as, as you do when you're swimming, you're like, you know, you're swimming, you have a lot of time to think about things. Well, what he dis discovers is that um, he, he can make a map in his head of all the pools in his neighborhood and the United States for that matter and create some sort of um, irrigation water, not irrigation, but like water subsystem where that maps all, this, all the pools in the United States. But he, he, he keeps it towards his neighborhood for this particular case. And he can create this whole geography based on like swimming from pool to pool. So he sets off on a journey. Well, he sets off to himself like a goal to be able to swim in every pool in his neighborhood and sort of map it in his head. And he, he comes up with like a name for this, this, this like pathway of pools from one location to another. And he says he's going to name it after his wife and everyone's going to be so proud of him. And it, it seems like quite of an odd adventure to go on, but he decides that he's going to go on it. And yeah, the friends, sh friends should praise him. And eventually he'll get back home, right? Because he, he's, he's currently at home, so he's going to go off on a journey. So he, he goes off. And um, he, he, he starts, like, going to people's houses. And, um, like, he, he, a lot of people start treating him nicely. Because like, he, he's well-known around the neighborhood, or at least it seems that way. Where when he goes into someone's backyard, he's sort of invited, right? And it's like, oh, hey, hey, fella, how you doing? And he, he's invited in, maybe chats for a bit, you know, doesn't want to get too distracted via conversation because he does eventually have to go home, right? Like, he's going to all these people's houses, socializing, ugh, and he has to be able to complete this journey, you know, before, you know, too much time has passed, right? So, you know, he ends up having to sneak into some pools, and what ends up happening is, like, an odd storm comes up, and he gets halted in his tracks. He's like, oh, I I'm swimming through all these pools and being really successful, and then, like, there's a storm, it's like, okay, he has to wait around. 
And then there's like a train and he has to wait for the train to pass. And then he's chilling in a gazebo for a bit. And like things start going a bit like downhill from him. Like it, like the storm happens and he gets delayed. But like people start saying things and you, you don't really notice that it's about him. It's like, but you kind of hear like a sort of like hint of gossip. You know what I mean? Like you start hearing about someone who's recently had to sell their house. Right. And there, there's been a disappointing breakup or it's like, okay, this is this about the, the, the protagonist of our story. We don't know, but you know, something, something, something's bad happening in the neighborhood. Yeah, but he keeps trolling along, right? Like we have this weird description of him in his like bathing suit running down a highway because, you know, it's kind of difficult getting from every, like all the neighborhoods, the whole neighborhood isn't connected, right? He's got, well, the whole, I guess the city, he goes through the city, the whole city isn't connected. So he has to run along the highway for a bit. So you get this weird, embarrassing description of a guy running down the highway and ends up having to break some more rules to be able to get into pools. But that doesn't matter. What matters is that you, you start hearing about like, an operation that happened and someone that's lost their memory recently. And you're like, Oh dang, things are going down. This guy that's been swimming around, he's been swimming around for a lot longer than we think. We thought this was happening all in one day. But if you look back, a lot of seasons has been changing, right? Like it was nice in spring and summer over the beginning and now in the beginning. And now it's getting colder and colder and it's rainier and rainier, just like here in Vancouver. And we noticed that like things have happened. His house has been sold. His wife is really unhappy. Um, there was an affair that hap- that we, we learn about. He goes to someone's house and they start chatting about like an affair. So he's sort of aware of like what has happened. And at the very end of the story, uh, yeah, what ends up happening, yeah, spoiler, read the story if you don't want it, and I guess go to a different podcast. But he ends up sitting down and, and, and crying a bit. And he's like, I, I don't understand what's happening. Like, I, he, he's just, it's not that things have gone over his head, but he just can't remember what's happened. And it's really sad. But it, it seems like, it's it just everything has passed him and when he gets finally gets back to his house he sees that it's empty and like the whole his whole life has changed like he he started at the beginning of the house you know really arrogant you know with a lot of money and talking to a lot of people and then he comes back and everything is gone so it's it, it, okay and that's that's the end of the swimmer and that's like one of john cheever's most famous stories and like you can get messages from that but like one thing i do get from that is like kind of getting getting caught up in like the illusions of life like you, you time it's not like this maladaptive daydreaming sort of thing that we've been like you can read about online where it's like oh you get caught in these fantasy scenarios and you're like you're stuck in them and you can't get out of them or maybe it is exactly like that maybe this guy just needs to settle down on his like uh, uh, sort of uh, illusionary delusion illusionary delusions and not get caught in them because yeah he, he's been trying to swim for the past like couple months like six months and like his whole life is turned around so the swimmer don't get caught up in illusions. Okay, with that downer, I'm going to bring an upper and play you some post-punk from Montreal, Quebec. 2019, the band called Lapse. I, it, it was like May 2019, their releases. I have their page right here. Let's see. May, 20, May 2019, I got my, 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 my dates right. Um, off their newest album, Soon Enough. Often in it. Um, I'm going to be playing these tracks because they kind of not, not the, 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 the tones that they, um, they bring to me that like remind me of a fellow swimming, but more of the, the titles of the tracks. So we see, um, I'm going to play being cool. cool summer is going to be one of them. So something you'd be playing in a cool summer, you know, like he, he was really cool in the middle of the summer swimming around. And then another track I'm going to be playing is dirt wave. So kind of like, uh, he was like swimming, but he's like kind of a dirty person. Be- you know, that sounds funny, but like, you know, like <laughs> There's, there's some things going wrong with his life. 
So I wouldn't call the, the genres fit particularly with these stories, but I'd say the song titles. So I hope you enjoy. And if post-punk isn't your, your, your flavor, uh, I, I'm, I'm sorry. You're going to have to listen because I really do enjoy these songs. So The Swimmer, John Cheever, Laps, Montreal, Quebec. We're going to be hearing some.
voice it? I can yeah, voice yeah. It. Please voice That's this one. Mic. Okay, I forgot. You f- dip. I can't believe I put up with this. And I asked for a grape soda, you hole. Okay. Due to a labor dispute, CITR is missing its star voice actors. That means if you're interested in producing PSAs, advertisements, and various other promotional wonders for airplay on the radio, we need you. Learn how to get involved with CITR's production department and all other facets of volunteering at CITR and Discorder Magazine at CITR.ca. Programming, photography, media training, and more. Plus, the guest star in the lounge. No, wait, we, we can't promise that. Can't believe I put up with this. All right, we just heard um, some tracks off of Lap's newest release, Soon Not Often In It. Cool post-punk band from Montreal, Quebec. Uh, the reason I played those tracks was try to connect them to John Cheever's stories. The Swimmer, two of the tracks, were called Dirt Wave and Cool Summer, so that was my uh, connection. The next and final short story I'd like to talk about is one called The Angel of the Bridge. And this is one that's like not as like the, the enormous radio on the swimmer, like really you, you look up like John Cheever best short stories and then these are the ones that come up. This is one that I appreciate a bit more. The Angel of the Bridge. It came out the same year of the swimmer. So like, you know, he's he's in his prime, you know, writing a bunch of cool short stories and this is one of them that comes out. Um and the Angel of the Bridge. Okay, there's gonna be a bridge and there's gonna be angel. We can prepare ourselves for that. So we start off with a a, a fella protagonist fella um and you notice uh, he he describes a couple people in his family he starts he starts off with his mom right it's like okay the mom's like skating around and he 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 give and he's kind of embarrassed of like how she's bad at skating i'm also bad at skating hint hint (laughs) um but the mom is kind of afraid of skating not afraid of skating bad at skating but he 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 draws the connection that she's like she just she's afraid of change and she's trying to hold on to her like youth by by participating in this activity that like does so okay so he he makes a connection okay she's afraid of change he's afraid the mom excuse me sorry the mom is afraid of change and we then get this description of something that had happened why he believes this we get it we we have to learn about why he believes this we get a description of a, a scene that happened at the airport one one year where he notices that the mom starts tense his mom starts tensing up as they're about to approach and get on the plane and he tries to ignore his mom so the mom doesn't feel he doesn't make his mom feel uncomfortable but she she she's she she he recognizes that she's incredibly uncomfortable getting on the plane and what he ends up doing is suggesting that they don't take the plane that they cancel the flight and take another method and they his mom and him end up having discussion he learns that she has an ira- not an irrational fear, but a terrifying fear of flights. Okay, so that's one family member. And you can kind of see that there's like, you know, in the air, you're really, you're really scared. And she describes it as like you're, you're, you're bored and you're stuck with a bunch of people and you're uh, breathing the same air. And you kind of believe, you know, understand it. And then there, there's another fellow in the family, his, um, his older brother, and he comes to a visit. And what ends up happening, this, this man, the, the, the protagonist, lives in an apartment building. And he gets into the apartment building and decides he wants to take the elevator. And learns that his brother is afraid of elevators. Not heights, but just elevators in general. Uh, maybe the speed of going up to a certain height at a certain velocity scares him. But he cannot be able to, he, he, the brother cannot 
uh, explain it properly. And, and they talk about the brother going to therapists and try to be able to deal with this fear, and not he's he's not been able to overcome this. And it, it kind of, you kind of learn about this tragic story where like he, the brother usually walks up the stairs, so he works lives on the twelfth floor or something, and he's okay with walking up to the twelfth floor. But he 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 ended up getting a job, but it was on the fifty second floor, and he couldn't take the job because he couldn't walk that many stairs every single day, and he didn't want to embarrass himself by saying. I'm afraid of elevators. So, okay, family has fears of um, unconventional things. What does the protagonist fear? And, okay, what's the name of the story, Angel of the Bridge? We learn that the man, and the man didn't know this initially, but we end up having the scenario where he drives across the bridge and he starts losing control. And he doesn't drive off the bridge. That would really suck. But he, he, he has a very difficult time breathing, being able to get across it. And he does get across the first bridge, but he recognizes that, okay, this, this, is, this is a concern now. Like, I have to be really concerned about this because I live in, a, I live in San Francisco with, like, the Golden Gate, Br- San, Golden Gate Bridges in San Francisco. God, I hate this. And he's going to be having to, like, do maybe, like, a favor or two. Like, he's eventually going to have to drive over the bridge. There's going to be th- situations where he's going to have to be able to confront this. And what ends up happening is a week later... Um, his wife is out of town and he has to drive his kid across the bridge to be able to go to like a party or something. And he doesn't have to pick her up, but it's just this one occasion and he's got to drive across the bridge and drive back. And he doesn't, he doesn't want to embarrass himself in front of his daughter because he doesn't even understand this in this. He doesn't even understand his fear and he doesn't want to be able to, he, he doesn't understand and he doesn't want to be able to reveal this to assist his, his daughter yet because he's kind of embarrassed by it. So what ends up happening is he's able to get across the bridge the first time, but it's like really bad. And he, he, he gets the, his daughter to the party and he goes to the he, he, uh, gas station. He kind of has a breakdown. He's like, okay, I need to get back home. I'm not, I can't just drive around all day and not be able to cross this bridge. Like I'm going to have to be able to get, I have to get back home. So he's, he's driving around like really concerned. He approaches the bridge and makes a U-turn. He's like, okay, I can't do this. But what ends up happening is that he, 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 he finds a hitchhiker and the hitchhiker is like, he kind of awkwardly pressures him into like a situation where, well, in, in that like, she, he thinks he'll, he feels that he's going to be a bit more comfortable getting across the bridge. And how this hitchhiker does this is that starts singing odd tunes to be able to distract him. And it seems like when, when he, 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 like he, he, he's so not, I wouldn't call it distracted by, so his mind is so occupied by this angel of the bridge that he's able to cross the bridge and get home and he doesn't even realize it like he, he gets across the bridge and is like oh my gosh I just I just conquered that fear where have you been all my life like the, the, to this hitchhiker and then the hitchhiker gets off and goes home and then what ends up happening is that he, he realizes that he, he he well not realizes but he decides that he's going to be mo- moving cities because he, he doesn't want to be able to deal with this this bridge anymore he's going to go to a flatland no water doesn't have to deal with the bridges and I guess that's a a way to end the story where he's avoiding the issue, but it, it's kind of happy knowing that he, this, this, he, he th- there is a guy who is put in a very situationally terrifying, um, scenario where he had to be able to, he had to be able to get home to, I don't know, be able to do some chores or something. Well, you know, get back to his house and he had an angel come and be able to help him conquer like a really bad fear. Um, so I guess like a, a a weird takeaway I take away a weird takeaway take I take from this story is that like there there some people have unique fears and that like they they over they can overcome them in like different ways so the the way this guy overcame his fear of bridges was have a hitchhiker sing a song. 
But like the and the mother just avoided flights and the mother avoided flights and the 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 brother avoided elevators but maybe there is a way to be able to conquer these fears not via distraction but by some other method so yeah unconventional fears angel of the bridge i do really like that story and to tie in okay that's the end of the story thank you for listening this is jordan citr 101.9 fm to tie music to this particular story i'm going to be playing something that I do, the title does fit very well. I do think the title fits very well with the story I just read. The genre, I don't know. I'm not going to tell you the genre. I'll let you figure out the genre on its own. It starts with D and ends with Isco. But it's the song is called Don't Be Afraid by Tush, Toronto, Ontario pop star. I really like this song and I hope you do as well. So this is Don't Be Afraid by Tush, Toronto, Ontario here on CITR 101.9. The song is called Don't Be Afraid.
that was um don't be afraid by tush off of um i wouldn't call it an album it was just a couple of singles she released last year oh my god 2019 was last year i guess that's not too weird but it was um some cool disco house gospel well she describes it as gospel house but i describe it as disco but uh, what am i to say i'm just a person but i do really enjoy that music Thank you for listening. I, I really appreciate you tuning in and or just like listening via podcast. I don't know, whatever you do. But um, this episode was about John Cheever. And I think you, know, you, you read about him. He's like one of the great American dude short story writers. And um, like you, you, you can kind of see like a lot of his, 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 his stories are focused on like suburban settings, like odd depictions of adult life scenarios. But, like, he gets it sort of, like, into some, like, fantasies or, like, you know, an odd hitchhiker or a, a delusional swimmer or um, not an enormous radio but a, a mystical uh, spyware radio, I'd call it. And I just want to, like, finish off by talking about why I'm not focusing on, like, poetry. Why, like, because usually people tie lyrics of songs or, like, songs instead of with, like, yeah, with short stories as, like, oh, if you're good at poetry, you can be good at writing, um writing lyrics and yeah poetry has a lot of you know the like um, tools of rhythm and meter to be able to get like a message across but i think short stories also offer and i'm like i'm not i'm not putting poetry down like it's it's it, there's tools that it offers to like lyricists that are trying to improve their writing but short stories you know they they get they get at a lot of like they can they can attack more themes because there's more space there's uh, like a sort of story that goes on like a narrative and there is narrative poetry but there's more focus on narrative and short stories and it's still in within a confined word space. Like you can't just like, t I can't just like, I'll read you a book and then play some songs about that book. Like you got the short stories that kind of like, you know, you're limited in what you can put down. So like, let's say you buy an album, there's like an hour long and the, the lyricist talks for an hour. He only has an hour to talk. I don't know how long it takes you to read a book, but it's definitely not an hour. So you're, there's definitely confinements and sort of lyrics and music that are placed that are, don't face literature. And I, I like the way that short stories tackle this issue. Like, instead of just talking about, you know, like a, a story, we, we're in a more confined setting where we're talking about multiple short stories. So, um, since this is my radio show, I would like to finish off by saying thank you for listening and playing one last song for you that I've been enjoying over the past week. Um, and I, maybe this is something I'll do every time just to finish off. I wouldn't say it's directly connected to John Cheever, but it's, it's a song, um, that I've really been enjoying by a band called Frog from, uh, Queens, New York off their newest album, Count Bateman. I'd call it like indie rock or folk sort of style. And yeah, this is, uh, this is Jordan. I'm going to be tuning out here on CITR 101.9 FM. This was short story scores. And again, thank you for listening. This is Frogs, It's Something I Do.